Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. You know, yesterday we were just watching, they showed the trailers for the live action Netflix uh, One Piece and Avatar The Last Airbender. Right, the Glorio, Glorio block favorite One Piece and also... Yeah. Some show I've never heard about. Yeah, noted <laughs> anime Avatar I, The Last Airbender. I was just wondering, like, can, can we get some of that Netflix money? Can we get like a live action Glorio uh, adaptation? Well, as opposed to what it is now, definitely yeah. not I mean, live. We're clearly, action all anime enough. characters, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. I suppose uh, it would be like a really exciting. Uh, what would it even look like? Like, be like, we buy some stock footage of people typing on a computer and like voiceover. Sure. Our, like, be just, at his computer. We just we just read our Discord chat. Over. I mean, uh, I can't be. I can't be. I can't be in a Netflix show anymore because, as of last week, I'm already cancelled. Uh, meanwhile, oh. I've signed an exclusivity arrangement with Disney Plus. So, you uh-huh. know. did we? Did we cancel you, Aqua? For oh, for Birdie Wing. I still haven't listened no. to that podcast. I was out. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gone. We, we we've temporarily reinstated you for now, but anyway. Uh huh. Uh, this is supposed to be our summer 2023 preview show, which it kind of is, but um, it's in the like, loosest sense of the word. It's looking really grim, folks, and I know it's I say that a lot. Summer season tradition. <laughs> I know I say that a lot, but as I was going through the list, I was like, "Oh man, I, there is nothing on here that I am excited about watching next season." And and to be fair, once again, there's always something that surprises us and yeah. pops up, uh-huh. but, and there are a lot of. Sh- is- Summer is traditionally of... the season where, you know, a lot of crap gets dumped. It's it's rarely the season where high profile shows are put, yeah. put it that way. And there are and there are a lot of things that um look like they're okay, but I'm just like not excited to get into. But we'll um we'll get into that a bit more, but I have first we have to introduce everyone, of course. So I'm Jell. I am joined by Iroh. I'm still here. I'm not dead yet. You're, you're survived back with us, the, uh, Survived the horrors of Boston. I was never <laughs> yes, in Boston. You keep saying Boston. <laughs> yeah, I, was in, right. I was in Pennsylvania the whole time. It, it's completely we, fine to have erased Boston from your memory. We, dra- we drag you. We drag I, you in back fact, out of... am, I, in fact, am legally bound not to ever mention the name of the city of X again. <laughs> we drag you back out of the depths of hell to uh, podcast uh-huh. once more. Ironically, uh, I'm going to be going to Boston soon, but that's another story for another day. I saw day. a bunch of Amish over there. Well, in Boston? Oh, you, you were in that part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> wow, I've been, I've been I out that way. I've never been Amish in Boston. All right, uh-huh. this, this, let's, let's keep moving uh-huh. before that joke. Well, it's already dead, but uh, yeah. let's, let's move on. Uh, we're not joined by G today, unfortunately. He couldn't make it. But yo, uh, yo, yo, mecha anime. Uh, I like girls with short hair. <laughs> Y'all. Hope these two crazy girls can make it in this messed up world this week. <laughs> uh, but yes, save that uh, for the uh, birdie wing slash Gundam segment. Uh-huh. We we are we're joined by, by once again by uh, Aqua. 
not from Boston. Not from Boston, and uh, and we're joined by Zig. Yep, got to keep having me on to make up the numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hey, that's my that's my privilege. <laughs> we're gonna get a rating spike now because you're both are on. Sweepstakes, but, uh, yeah, yeah, so, for sweeps. Yeah, once again, an equal balance of Glorio USA and Glorio uh, general vicinity of Europe. <laughs> Glorio, yeah. Legally, legally Central not Europe. World. Yeah. <laughs> yes, legally not all Europe. Uh, anyway, Gloria, rest of the world. Glorio, Glorio, you the the continent, not the administrative legislative body. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh huh. Let's talk about anime. The season preview. And What's coming up next season, Joe? Yeah. So, like I said, it's um. Not a lot that we're particularly excited about. And Stick I thought this would be a good time. Box. What's in the box? Pain. Nothing but pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this would be a good time to mention something that I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast. But when we started the Glorio blog, we kind of just indiscriminately covered every single show that ever came out. Uh, it yeah. was a lot. Much against uh, our better interest, yeah. Yeah, and, I, mean, I, I think our stated aim was to at least write up previews for everything yeah, which came out every that's season. Right, yeah, I'm talking about previews. You know, we wouldn't, like, for the full season cover every show, but at least as far as, like, first looks, yeah. we would cover everything. we still everything. did shit like Love Election and Chocolate back then. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the, the eternal, like, D-list uh, example, Love Election and Chocolate, but... Over the past, like, maybe, I don't know, two or three years or something, I've scaled down the amount of shows we do previews for because they're kind of, frankly, we've, we've run out of things to say about them. <laughs> also, so, there's just a lot more anime in general. There are more shows coming out. I, mathematically, not so much, but the... Really? I, no, not really, but the... Oh, okay. the um, You know, for example... I'll use the less malicious example. Mm. If I see a multimedia idol project and I take a look uh-huh. at the preview and it just looks like every other idol show ever made, I don't typically assign it. And and again, with the asterisks, if there's some kind of something interesting or special about it that it, we can tell from the preview, you know, maybe we'll throw it in there. But for the most part, these days, I'll probably skip those unless somebody really wants to check them out. Um, but the most prominent, I think, of the genres is our, you know, fantasy reincarnated into another world isekai trash that uh-huh. ha- just does not seem to go away or die down. Or and, and and before people get pedantic with isekai, we mean everything that is like isekai adjacent. So it doesn't need to be like literally. Oh, I reincarnated into another world. That's a fan. we mean like all the kinds of like VR MMO, generic, oh. generic escapist video gamey Dragon Quest. I, I was kicked out of my adventure party, but I'm the Brankast Healer yeah. man. Let me let me yeah. tell you, I counted seven shows that are specifically reincarnation based. Mm-hmm. Without even counting the adjacent ones, there were seven of those this season, uh, including. The return of uh, 
Mushiko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation. The, oh, the uh, Master Horny Baby. The, uh, horny baby. <laughs> Unexplainably, like, extremely popular. Like, I don't know why I mean, that one out of all the other completely ones. completely explainable. It looks fantastic, and people are perverts. My understanding right? is the novel of that is, is, like, one of the earlier, like, formative genre works is why it is the, it's the original being a pedophile is okay as long as you're a gentleman about it <laughs> i think it's the original truck also god the, oh, the original hit by a truck uh scenario yeah, well that's what i've heard i don't know how true that is yeah well anyway my my, my point is like we we kind of don't talk about them at this point because there's nothing else for us to say like i'm gonna randomly grab one at random here uh uh-huh. am i actually a vending machine oh, no, yes <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that but uh am i actually the strongest after and i'm reading this off of antichart.net source uh. light novel after being a shut-in haruto is reincarnated as a baby and amazingly that baby is a prince however uh. he's abandoned a forest on the day he's born because of his low magic level what will be the fate of Haruto, who was inadvertently given 1,000 times the normal amount of magic by the goddess of reincarnation without anyone noticing? Joe, are you just reading, like, descriptions of mid-2000s fanfiction.net? This is like I asked ChatGCP to write an isekai novel premise for me, and this is what they spit out. So, like, what are we supposed to do with that, folks? Like, I I, yeah. I feel like it would be a waste of time for me to... And it's not even it's not even like a judgment of whether it's good or bad at that point. It's like, right. we've, just we've to what end. done it. Love hundred times already. Like, so. I mean, to be clear, we're not we're not looking to dunk on anyone who enjoys this. You know, more power to you. But I think over the years we've made it clear this is not something we as a group enjoy, and not really something we as a group can offer much commentary on. I mean, honestly. more power to you, indeed, because that's all you get from these shows. They give you the impression <laughs> that you have power. I am well. They, they've they they've kind of like, I will say like they they've they have kind of expanded out into different I mean I, I think just uh, out of sheer numbers you have to kind of expand out into slightly different genres and things but sure. like like Aqua you mentioned there's the weird vending machine one and it's like yeah. all right that's probably like some kind of and I'll probably check that one out if we're being honest but I mean, like I was gonna say that that what is it reincarnated as a vending machine I wander the dungeon or something like yeah that. and it, and it's and it's I mean it's the art at least is funny because it's literally a vending machine with anime eyes slapped onto it <laughs> and it's like all right that might be funny for like one episode or something. Yeah, that right? sounds like enough of a goof to give a look. At least. So I'm, you know I'm, there 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 are some you know exceptions to this yeah. but like overall you know it's some things it's just like we, we've, we've been there done that we don't need to say mm-hmm. it again so the thing is like 70 percent of these are so-called parodies of isekai but anime is terrible at doing par- parody because it will always have its key cake and eat it too right like, so the, and that's a lot just of what world... I think when I see something like reincarnated as a vending machine. Yeah, like, and it's like yeah, it'll probably yeah. be exactly the same because mm-hmm. the main character just happens to be a vending machine, which is funny in itself, yeah. but not you can only take that so far, right? Yeah, uh, all I the mean, girls will probably still be in love with him uh, somehow, and you know they all yeah. want to stick their coins into him. Wait, but what? but like what? Are, what what am I? No, that's great, Nia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do with my unique skill? Makes me OP even at level one. That's literally the title. Like, I mean, I mean we could, we could dunk on it. Yeah, I'm I'm fascinated by like the pipeline that allows these shows to exist because these right. are all 
like 90% of these are all the same fucking things posted on the web on like let's be novelist.com or whatever it is. And that's just interesting. Like, and you just know, like because... there are probably hundreds of thousands of this just dumped on there every day by, I don't know, like internet using folks who read nothing but Isekai and decide to write their own Isekai. And mm-hmm. but the like, somebody's job at like Kadokawa or whatever like someone is trawling that website sort by like, popular and nice, pick, uh, by yeah. popularity. pick which one hire some mangaka to do the manga adaptation in like hire an, hire an editor to cut out all the like really egregiously gross right. stuff and like <laughs> someone yeah. to you know hire a like arrow artist off pixiv to design the cover or whatever and like yeah. i don't want to I'm not saying it's like dunk on any of the people as part of those problems. I mean, for, I like, mean, from their perspective, hey, get paid, right? Like, right. But it's just yeah. fascinating to me that this exists. What I also I'm, find very interesting is that due to the origins of this genre as like self-published stuff, yeah, I think that's the only reason why this has not collapsed onto itself in like lawsuits and copyright infringement cases. Uh-huh. Because all of these are the same. Like, if you could easily imagine the guy who wrote Mushoku Tensei, like getting right. out there and being like, "Yo, all of these people are ripping me off." Uh, like, it's very hard to copyright yeah, literary concept. Copying literary uh, ideas is hard, but yeah. Um, anyway, the point is that like we don't really have, like, it's not worth the time or effort to just go over shows which are you know essentially the same but just with a few minor tweaks mm-hmm. every time Cookie anyway cutter. look forward to the new sentai series um, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different that's a, yes. long, a long and storied history i mean in a few years isekai will have a long and storied history don't want to talk to anybody about this yeah, yeah. i mean well. whatever sword online's like literally one of the first things we ever covered right yeah yep. and that was 10 years ago so um almost 11, 11 years ago yeah <laughs> we're hitting, hitting 11 years ago so look anyway what it essentially boils down to is that like 99 percent of these shows are qualitatively abhorrent at best and morally abhorrent at worst right. like it's that's just, just a thing they're just I, bad we do not like them so yeah. it's just <laughs> bizarre to me almost to go on the internet and see people who like ex- consume so much of it that they well, it's like people will look at random ass new East Kai and like ignore that it's the same as everything else and pick out the one quote unquote new thing and gimmick mm-hmm. of that one and be like, wow, this one's got a cool, interesting thing. Like, and it's just this, it's the same genre as all the other things that I love. I mean, right? this is not very different from how like a lot of fantasy in the 2000s was just you know you got your elves and your dwarves yeah you have your D stuff uh-huh. it's, it's your it's your tolkien D D mashup with an extra gimmick to stand out mm-hmm. and just like how back in that day it was expected for a fantasy novel to have elves and dwarves and orcs nowadays uh-huh. it's almost as if it is expected that a fantasy novel ha- uh, has you know reincarnation and video game mechanics and the basic enemy is called a slime and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like I said, I think 
it was I counted seven shows that were specifically reincarnated into fantasy world. I was not even counting like we've got a couple demon lord shows which are yeah. adjacent, uh, including the return of devil as a part timer and uh, what is this other one? Level one demon lord and one room hero. I'm sure that's uh, all in the same neighborhood. Like, is there uh, just... any, anything, anything, anything villainous this season? Oh no, yeah. There's uh, the uh... most the most heretical last boss queen from villainous to savior. Uh, so uh-huh. we've got that genre covered. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You don't. But if you talk about talk poorly about villainous shows, people get into your mentions and say that you're baiting them. What? Uh... <laughs> We need to move on from this. Yeah, we need to move on. Uh, people on the internet are going to say what they want to say, but hey, you know what? If any of these turn out to be good, please let us know, but we're probably not going to cover sure. most of them. I will probably check out the vending machine, though. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about a couple other shows. Um, a couple of returning things going... Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. Not that I'm necessarily excited about these, but mm-hmm. I feel like they're worth mentioning. Uh, everybody remember Horimiya? I, uh, uh-huh. I want to yeah. say... Yeah, we only we, mention Horimiya once every yeah, podcast. We, we talk like, about it <laughs> strangely a lot. Because the, uh, the beginning of Horimiya... OVA series is ever. Yeah, because the beginning um, of Horimiya is like pretty good. Uh, it is fantastic. I, 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 t- I guess to me it's funny because I watch a million of those type of shows right, and it's right. like another yeah. one of those to me but th- for fair. some reason that's like the one that everybody watched in the Glorial block. Mm-hmm. I mean it's mostly because Eero ended up like reading the manga for some reason or other and said yeah. it was good like yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I just genuinely thought it was pretty good it, it was it was so um, if anybody doesn't remember Horimiya it's, it's a kind of nice school romantic comedy where the main couple actually has a nice relationship and they actually get together and it was good that part of it was good but then there was also like i felt like they tried to get into the side cast and the side Mm -hmm. cast not so good yeah (laughs) but the the main premise the 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 main premise of Horimiya was like an opposites attract kind of thing, right? It was a girl yeah, who I mean, was it, it, like a slob at school, but actually very responsible at home versus they, like, a guy very... who's very straight-laced, but is like a punk in his private life. I, think, I feel like they very loosely worked with that concept, but it was yeah. Yeah, not... I mean, I mean as is always very... the case with these shows, because at some point they realize that you cannot make an entire show based off that premise, and that they introduce a side cast, and the show becomes about... I mean, all these characters. You also like, cannot. You also cannot like make an entire show based on that premise when you take the main guy and like give him <laughs> about as much edge as a bar of soap. Yeah, like, so that, that's kind of what I was saying. They were, like, he, like they were trying to per- say he was like some edgy guy because he had like you know piercings like, or something, and like yeah, like even before he was de-edged, he was not very edgy. And once he was de-edged, he just became the softest boy in the universe, and it kind of. Yeah, I think that was kind of the point. Like, oh, he well, looked that like a delinquent, yes. but he was—he just liked the aesthetic. Like, I, I think I think Zig's point is like <laughs> he didn't really change at all. Like, yeah, right? it yeah. was just like it, it was, mm-hmm. he wasn't even like that edgy to begin with, or didn't even appear that way. But anyway, yeah. So the new series, Horimiya, yes. the missing pieces, is apparently mm-hmm. going to focus on the side stories that did not get told in the main story. And I could the, not be less interested. An entire about... series of stuff that was not good right. enough to make a car. <laughs> the, the, the problem is, like, 
the, some of the stuff that did make a cut in season one shouldn't have, and some of the stuff that they're going to show now should have been in there instead, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is how I feel about it. Uh, so you'd rather just have them make one good season one instead of two half good yeah. season twos? Yeah. Like, two, two half good seasons? Yeah. For example, like, I don't... Even even though it is a cliche by the standards of the genre, the like school festival arc, you would have been better off putting that in season one instead of the like instead instead of the the Hori likes getting punched arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that happened, huh? Uh, we're not going to drag yeah, it, that one it, back up, but but it yes, seems weird that you would explicitly do this, right? Like the only thing I can think of is that. It was a bigger success than they thought, and now right. they want the material. Right. I mean, Horomiya is sort of one of it's one of those like it's quite popular in China, is my understanding. It was one of those things where I think it was a it was a self published webcomic, and then it got a that was like popular enough to get a print version in a magazine. Mm-hmm. So it was so it's kind like a considered a right. fairly well-regarded series right sure yeah yeah and, so and it wasn't bad you know just yeah. just kind of like it went from what i would describe as interesting and good to really kind of wallpaper right we yeah. just yeah. kind of soured on it because it just kept going after yeah and we not expected it. yeah they're doing this yeah. and they were kind of doing the thing i hate where well now that the main couple's together, we have to get all the other cast paired up, and like, which you know, all of, of these shows, which right. every single one of these shows does, and it's and, really up in the air whether it can succeed or not. And also, the main characters become boring when they're a couple because, as we know, writers cannot write people in they, a relationship right. exactly. Like, <laughs> so you know, it, it it like the it just it feels like it should have left well enough alone then, right? And mm-hmm. we get our decent season one and we don't need to see little little do people people know that this is not actually horimiya season two this is just a japanese show called doki doki panic which they redubbed characters let's 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 you see they're both designed by shigeru miyamoto so really it's part of the design (laughs) lineage so it's okay that you call out to my rose too let's 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 move on uh (laughs) well we'll Uh see we'll see if that turns out to be any good i guess if if i you're saying i will i will trust your opinion if you're saying there are good parts left to adapt uh, i'm not saying watch this to be clear <laughs> you're always just to be excluded from this narrative yeah all right i mean it's not like we're gonna watch anything else so uh, yeah well we might watch the next show on the list so speaking of season twos that i don't want to happen let's talk uh-huh. about jujutsu kaisen yeah and Okay, from from my perspective, I don't. Another genre that we don't often cover are the big name shonen shows because, mm-hmm. again, probably not a whole lot to say about them. Mm-hmm. But th- this was one of the big name shonen shows that probably the first one I've watched in like a really long time. Uh, yeah, it was also an outing for noted Glorio favorite Sunghoo Park. Yes, yes. Right? But I so, what I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So you know, between you know, noted Glorio favorite director Sungho Park directing it. And um, I just kind of like the vibes of Jujutsu Kaisen. For, for, mm-hmm. I don't know how other way to explain it. Um, it, particularly in 
the second half of season one when the cast kind of fills out and they kind of all become this you know band of lovable dirtbags and just um, have a series of sick fights for 12 and yeah that, that get into a bunch of sick fights then yes i i was actually i actually really enjoyed the first season you you clearly weren't alone because this thing has had some pretty significant mainstream breakout. Yes, right? I mean this is one of the biggest things going. Like I think after Demon Slayer, this is probably arguably the next big biggest shonen thing going. Right? Like it's... I mean in Japan certainly, but I meant in the West as well. There has been quite a lot of um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. been a significant fandom in the West, which you know <laughs> you still can... worthy of note. You can buy it in Walmart, folks. So, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> you'd be surprised what you can buy in Walmart these days, my friend. Oh, that's true. Um, I've seen I've seen Donghua Blu-rays. So that said, why am I not excited about season two? It's um, not directed by Sung Park anymore. So why should I care? Well, there's that, and also, <sighs> it's going to be a flashback arc about the teacher. Yeah. So the the teacher guy. The entire uh, season. I think half half of the season they've okay, they've least... like they've said it's because it's gonna be two cores and they said it's gonna adapt this arc and this arc and so I think the first full core of that is going to be the flashback. That's zone. a long flashback. Uh, what what's what's the teacher's name? Um, Go Go Gojo. Gojo. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's Gojo. like, so he was in the first season and he's like, he's the dude with the the white hair and the blindfold and. He's like super cool, super powerful. Nobody has ever even come close to. Uh-huh. He's like I'm the strongest like, man who's ever lived. Ever. Harming him, and the fans love him. Everybody loves him, and so I guess I, whether or not that's the the factor that went into what they were going to adapt for season two or what got written in the manga, I don't know. I think it does. I think this is the next arc in the manga. Yeah, I, I know it is in the manga, but yeah. like. Whether or not that factored in the decision, I don't know, but he's tremendously popular. I thought he was the least interesting character probably yeah. in the entire show, of no, course. He ain't no All Might. Also, didn't we just have an entire movie of Flashback? Like that yes. Wasn't that yes, movie that, was a, not, that, was not, that was not about him. That was about a... Like, uh, that, so that, that was like the, the pilot uh, volume, which was about yeah. a different character who oh, okay. does not appear uh, yeah. for a while. Okay, so a slightly and you, different. Situation. And if they want to do a movie flashback, fine, whatever. Like that's what those movies that's what movies are for, right? But like mm-hmm. I don't know, like taking the and, and in the, I guess this is personal preference because a lot of people love this character. Yeah. I thought he was not very interesting and the idea of going back and having a flashback half a season of that uh yeah. is not appealing to me at all you're kind of making a show within a show at that point right like uh like a 12 or 13 episode flashback is is an entire show yeah i mean to be fair i don't know was in naruto one that's right i'm calling you out kentaro miura yeah yeah i I mean to be to be to be fair i don't know how long it'll actually be but they are billing like like the the the, the key art is art. of that, right? Yes, is of that, right? Like you see him in his young yeah, yeah. school days or whatever. I mean, the the and long flashback arc about the previous generation is like a shonen jump cliche at this point. Yeah, like Naruto had one that was pretty short. Uh, Bleach had one. One Piece had one. Like it, they're just all over the place. 
So we don't we don't have we don't have Sungho Park. Although I will say the trailer still looks pretty good. But sure, yeah, like, I, I was te- going to say like from as much as we love as Go much ahead. as we love Sungho Park, like I am sure there are still very talented. Oh yeah, of course. As well. yeah. I don't want I don't want to diminish their ability. It's just like yeah. the reason like, I bothered with Jujutsu Kaisen was because. I like he was involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like that. So, like that alone wouldn't have stopped me from like being interested in it. But the more so the content of like what's coming up is like, oh god, I'm just not interested in that at all. Because the, I mean, presumably the things that I came to like about Jujutsu Kaisen will not be there because it was it was the the cast that they had developed and their relationships and were what was mm-hmm. interesting to me uh, with the you know throwing in the cool fights as a, you know, nice icing on the cake. And I don't know if that's what we're going to be getting. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, I wish I could be more excited for it, but, I, you know, I'll still, I'll still check it out. Yeah. But it's I mean, just, I never, seems I never watched the first season, but I, I think it will be interesting to see if it can, maintain the momentum and kind of cement its place as as one of the new big properties mm-hmm. oh i'm um, sure i'm sure it'll be absolutely fine because like i said <laughs> every, everybody else seems to really love this this guy so i uh, you know it's probably just me being a cranky old man i don't know i mean that's what this podcast is for that's Hello. what we do here at the, the glorial blog so ira did you have anything else to add on that that nope. one i were you trying to say something at the end there nope that's okay. uh, that's Guys in season two. Okay, let's move on to a couple other things I want to mention. Um, the only show that actually caught my attention, and possibly for all the wrong reasons, uh, I this is the closest. This is the only title in English I've seen going around. I don't know if they'll come up with another one, but currently, the masterful cat is depressed again today. <laughs> I feel uh, you, masterful cat. This is a show about a young woman who has a cat and the cat grows up to be like a full like human size creature, I guess, and becomes her like housekeeper or something. Uh But he's still a cat. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at this key art now. (laughs) Still a cat. It it looks like a good premise for a uh, sort of silly comedy, which I love. The... (laughs) The kind of uh, mitigating factor here, though, is this is one of two shows being made by Gohans next season. Oh, baby. Uh-huh. Gohans, uh, most famously still for K, I guess, but also most famously uh, for making some of the ugliest looking shows, right. such as uh, Handshakers or... Uh, I was just about to say, and this, like nowadays, they're way more infamous for Handshakers than for K. Like, or, any, or any of the other... There's, there's a couple like of shows du- they made. Double W apostrophe Z, or... or I don't know. Or yeah, that, I don't remember how you Tokyo pronounce Babylon that. Tokyo Babylon adaptation, where everyone was like, yeah, Tokyo Babylon anime by <laughs> Gohans. Oh, no! I mean, they have an artistic vision, and they stick to it. They have that. a very um, distinct distinct art style and direction a lot of spinning cameras for no reason which is very funny to me in this show because if you watch the trailer it's like i forget exactly she's like grabbing her keys or something off the counter and they decide to like spin the camera around as she's running out like why are we even doing this it's so part of it is um it's an interesting combination of 
I would probably watch this show under any circumstances because it sounds like a silly type of comedy that I would enjoy. But also the mix of the absurd Gohan's style on top of it is just there's the sort of the train wreck factor. So okay, here's my pitch for it, which is what if half the show were live action with someone in a big suit playing the cat, and also there was time travel in it. So we we call it like Gallon Cat. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be a catchier title. Gallon Kitty. Yeah. I will say people time travel. Yeah. People who want to have a good time should watch the trailer for a Gohan's other show this season. Yeah. Uh, What is that called? I forgot her glasses. Yeah. Which also contains some excellent craftsmanship question mark. Yes. Imitating like Western prestige television. I, I, I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like that that show more so embraces that their house style than the cat one even more like even more so like that looks like handshakers or in the other ones, um, which is certainly unique to say the least. Uh, ironically, that also seems to have a pretty lighthearted premise. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, is... there's a girl and he likes the girl, but she forgets her glasses. So yeah. why even bother? <laughs> so that he can find the glasses again and then she'd be like thank you for giving me my glasses uh, apparently she is uh being wow. described as pathologically forgetful and he has to i guess you know, help her with the glasses God. i don't know whatever yeah and yeah. then he can pet her head and do uh-huh. all kinds of moe oh, things pants. yeah well will that show be good probably not but i will check it out regardless will it be an experience almost certainly <laughs> exactly i'll i'll I take experience i had them on my head all this time <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. okay we'll see how many times that happens uh <laughs> i'll probably watch the first episode of that too just for the train wreck factor all right let's talk about um undead girl murder farce that's a good name that's that sure is a name of a show. Is this the one where she's got a little like cage? Yes. So the yeah. main character is a a decapitated head lady <laughs> who is a she's a disembodied head and being carried around in a bird cage by her vampire assistant and her maid. And right. this is like right. Late, this is the yeah. Okay. This and is like late eighteen murders. late eighteen hundreds yeah. vampires and werewolves kind of thing. They and they're solving murder mysteries, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure why not it looks extremely anime as an adjective Uh Uh, not necessarily a good adjective but i I was gonna say is that the good version or the bad version the thing is mystery anime always suck because they (laughs) heavily rely on two tropes one trope being the anime smart person, <laughs> which is yep. you know, this unsufferable, this insufferable stock character who is mostly smart because everyone else is stupid. How dare you impugn Benedict Cumberbatch like that? And speaking of Benedict Cumberbatch, the second problematic trope is the Moffat School of Writing, named after Sherlock writer Stephen Moffat, where a mystery is only created because the writer is deliberately withholding information. So the viewer can't figure the mystery out, and the, the the sleuth will simply solve it by bringing up new information that no one was supposed to it's know not about. A, it's not a quote-unquote fair play mystery. Right, yeah. right. I mean, and the that's the that... problem all anime mysteries have. 
Like, I mean, the only thing I would say is I don't think that's an anime thing. I think that oh, is no. a ninety percent yeah. of mystery stories. Right, but it is very, point. very typical in in anime yeah. because yeah. of anime's tendency to portray larger than life characters, perhaps, and like its focus on emotional intensity over structure or. Kind of get, kind of get where you're coming from. Yeah, like most of the uh, shows that we're watching this season. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, like writing good mysteries is hard, and like yeah. writing a weekly good mystery show is incredibly tricky. You know. So yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think the hook on this one is the director, though, because yes. it is yeah. yeah being directed by Shinichi Omada, who is gotten on our radar for his two most notable projects, which have been. Obviously, Kaguya-sama loves war. Yeah. And, you know, my personal anime of the decade, Showagen Roku, Rakugo Shinju. Mm -hmm. uh, Great story. Very different stories, right? I was just about yes. to say, just when we were talking about Gohan's, remember when Dean was like the quintessential bad anime studio? And yeah. nowadays, they're mostly only known for Rakugo Shinju. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I still think you say, De say Dean and people think of that first Fate Stay Night. Or, or the first Fate Stay Night anime, yeah. That's what I think of, but I'm broken yeah. that way. Is that, is that, do the kids these days even know what Studio Dean is? Like, Do I the mean... kids these days even know what Fate Stay Night is? <laughs> It's that Fate Grand Order spinoff, right? Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be they're gonna be like, oh, you did you mean yeah, Fate Grand Order? Yeah. He also directed but... San Carrea, if you remember. Yeah. That yes, thing. another another well directed, very well directed show. That's that's going and, pre glory. And the writer yeah. they got is the writer who did um, in like Inspector, which is like one of the few tolerable mystery anime. <laughs> we mostly tolerable because of its goofiness. I mean, yeah, Nomura Takagi has done. He's adapted a lot of shows that we like he yeah. worked on yeah. bakuno drara golden kamui uh so he's doing the newer legendary like hero stuff oh yeah yeah that is true sure that's an impressive resume so, so watching um i mean he watching looks like the... he is the guy you get if you want to adapt something with a lot of a novel talking. yeah yeah <laughs> which this is yeah. also based on a novel so yeah, yeah that might just be his area of expertise like a proper novel not a light novel yeah like 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 kaguya-sama love is war my favorite novel <laughs> um yeah so i you know if i were to watch this trailer cold then yeah i would not it'd be like yeah whatever it doesn't look awful but it's like also like anime mystery right yeah, but generic because of universe because of the pedigree i yeah. think it's worth at least giving it giving it a shot mm -hmm. yeah, i do very very much like those last two things that this director has done but you yeah. know a lot of it it's it's gonna be more the source material right like what else are we this... gonna watch, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, that might be the uh, the running theme here for this season, unfortunately. Mm. All right, um, let's talk about Oku, yeah. Oku. the inner chambers. I don't and... know much about this. I've I've merely heard about it. Uh, yeah, G, G has, has mentioned it because he he's uh. He's read mentioned manga, it before yeah. and read the manga. Yeah, this is, speaking of the Studio Dean, uh, <laughs> huh. yeah, is, my... there, is there thing like like cerebral period pieces uh, who now? Knows? <laughs> like <laughs> who knows? But um, my understanding is the plot of this is that in feudal Japan, uh, feudal Japan is struck by some disease that only affects men, and so a few generations later, 
women are in charge of uh like all the social structure mm-hmm. so now it's a so it's a sort of like let's explore feudal japanese court intrigue and politics but gender swapped mm-hmm. well what i do find immediately interesting about that premise is that it is not the world was always like this it is the world has changed into this right so which don't is have like different. the conflict and between this would, the and this is also like before the um the sakoku right like like before it opened up like during the time right, right. yeah 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 but like the thing is yeah you would have like you know these lingering gender roles that still exist right and my understanding is it does being conflicted like... with with the new situation mm-hmm. where men are a minority and yes. women hold the power yeah. so my understanding is that it does like in fact get into that yeah uh, yeah that's what i've heard yeah so that's all i know uh it's directed yeah, by that... go ahead Instructed by Noriyuki Abe, known for long several long running shonen anime. Huh. Uh, Interesting. Huh. He directed Yu Hakusho and Bleach, <laughs> and oh, uh, sure. music by That's Kenji Kawai. I mean, if anything, directing something like Bleach means that it's probably a very like prestigious thing to do, right? Because like who knows. No, because like running, not not necessarily because Bleach is popular, but because like running a this guy that has directed show. multiple shows that have or that are over one hundred episodes long. Right, that's the thing. Like as a, as an anime director, you're also if Shirobako is to be believed, kind of vaguely halfway a producer. Like you sort of coordinate the production. Mm-hmm. And and in that regard, like doing that for several one hundred episode shows, that's pretty impressive. Like. Well, especially if you know the kind of conditions in which anime is made. Well, it sounds sounds interesting, and I suppose my um my taste for court intrigue in medieval Japan is uh been peaked with uh the Heika story a couple years ago, which yeah. was what my personal favorite anime that year. But uh, you know, I that is that is cool though the 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 concept of like like you said, Aqua, playing with that idea of, like, this is not how it's always been. Because I think that would be a lot more boring. Yeah. yeah. Where Because then it would just be like, okay, well, then they're probably not really going to be functionally that much different. I mean, it would also be very gender essentialist because it would imply that women do things differently. Because yeah, exactly. Because yeah. different. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so. I think I think that the only thing which gives me pause here is that, obviously, you know anime has not always had incredibly good gender politics, something which we might talk about in a bit. But, um, you know, something like this requires mm-hmm. a, a delicate touch and some some smart yeah. writing, you know, and, and I think that will be obviously the most yeah. important thing to see if they uh, can get... It is, it is the, the manga is in a um, women's to Jose magazine. Sure. Right. So that, yeah, that kind of puts it... Yeah, I, I think, and I agree with you, Zig, I do think yeah we've seen some improvements in those areas over the years but it's definitely Absolutely. still there so oh, yeah I, I i'm still i'm still raising eyebrows anytime gender comes up <laughs> right but i mean the thing is also because we are mostly used to shonen and seinen anime like mm-hmm. shoujo and yosei are not really corners we explore because they rarely get high profile anime adaptations right. like, that's also fair um yeah. like i i don't i think there are still problematic gender Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like as well, but but shoujo yes, manga uh, yeah, is some yeah, of the some of the point. most misogynistic shit you can read. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Um, well, if this, uh, so sorry, G, if you're listening, if we did not do this justice, you're the we will have to have you talk about it next time. But it sounds interesting. I, you know, I hope it's good. We'll we'll take whatever we can get next season. So, um, <laughs> beyond that, that's kind of it, guys. Wow. <laughs> like, guess we'll have to go back to the Tomio Power Hour. Yeah, I mean, I. Looks like next season will be spent catching up on all of the awesome Western television I've missed. I like I said, I mean, right. there, there's always there's always going to be something that jumps out at us. Yeah, um, th- there's always something unexpected. It's just at it's at face right. value, looking at trailers, like everything either looks bad or looks like average, right? Like it's probably no, fine, but I'm not maybe, like maybe this love life spin-off that is like what if the delusions of the Chunibo girl were real and it's is that, just is love that life, what that that's, is yes that's what that is maybe that's gonna be good no it's not instead everyone just buy live alive now out on pc and I, playstation and <laughs> aqua I expect your weekly write-ups on that uh yeah, analyzing no. the <laughs> psychology on my desk, of, uh, please. yeah that, that that's that's to make up for the birdie wing takes. Um, but I was gonna say that's to make up for the rap song I wrote last time. But no, okay. What? Oh no, that was fine. Yeah, that was you can, write, you can write as many rap songs as you like. That's that's fine. Well, all right. You, you since we don't have folks, birdie wing diss track coming right up. <laughs> so speaking of birdie wing, wing. since. We don't have a whole lot to talk about on the preview show. I figured we would talk about some of the shows that we've been continuing to watch, uh, including Birdie Wing, because I played the Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story game that came out no. this week. Hell yeah. I Available, available for download in the Nintendo Switch eShop for $20 US about. Is it, a, is, it, is it a birdie? Or is it perhaps an eagle? Or is it a uh, bogey? Uh, well... <laughs> let me put it this way you can buy it for twenty dollars and there's probably three to five dollars worth of content in it <laughs> mm. is it as good as a used copy of tiger tiger woods's pga tour 20 2003 on the playstation 2 is that the one that has the episode of south park in it <laughs> i have no idea wait a oh, second maybe. I don't want to get too distracted, but is that a real thing? Uh, uh, one of the Tiger Woods games to fill up disc on the space has an episode of South Park on it, I believe. Yeah, well, interesting. Like not that, user that's accessible. That's about all as South like, Park is useful for. Yeah. That sounds extremely. That it sounds so extremely two thousand. I'm, I'm seeing that but... I'm, I'm reading Tiger Woods '99 PGA Tour Golf on the PlayStation. Uh, there you go. The first 100,000 pressings contained an Easter egg, uh, which was a QuickTime file of Jesus versus Santa by Trey Parker, Matt Stone, commonly recognized as a precursor to South Park. Uh, okay. uh, that is the most late '90s or late 2000s thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, uh, a QuickTime file of a pre of a clip from South Park, yeah. Anyway, the Birdie Wing game I wanted to talk about a little bit that came out last week. Um, you know, it could have been good. Yeah. Yeah, that's at the its, thing, right? You could have made a great game based on Birdie at, Wing. At its, like, there's actually, and actually, foundationally, there's like a decent, like, video game golf game in there. 
I was going to say, this is just a golf game. Yeah. Is, golf games have not meaningfully changed in the past 35 yeah. years. And like, yes. if you played a video game golf game, it's pretty much you, you'll be fine. I mean, um, the mark and I, any... I usually find those fun. Um, but I need more than just like the, the, the golf part. Like, right. but in generally playing it is fairly fun. Like I played, I played through all the story missions, which were extremely hard because there's no difficulty adjustments. And the computer stage one starts hitting birdies. So you have to learn how to play the game very good quickly. It was like, I mean, it's called birdie like, wing. I felt like I was, I felt like I was playing like a, like a dark souls boss or something where I was just banging my head against it for a couple hours. Dark souls of golf. Yes. Which it's the dark souls go- boss would play golf. Um, all of them because dragon. they're all kings and nobles and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, only played all the rings, so like I can't say, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so there's like a, the, the, I think the biggest problem, well, you know what, before I get to the biggest problem, the, the first, the littler <laughs> the problem, problem, the smaller problem, the biggest problem is, um, I am like 99% certain the dialogue is machine translated. Sure. I think then I posted again, this some... is Birdie Wing. It could just be that intended to be that way. <laughs> no, I, I mean, the anime, the, the, the dialogue is like has proper grammar and spelling and everything okay 99% seems $80 an episode translation yeah like 99% seems a little unfair I would probably go with 102% (laughs) 100 yes 110% 200.6% yeah I think I I, I think I posted some screenshots of it with you guys for for you guys but like Uh like the grammar spelling everything's awful um with with the with that the um, they would not have put this out unless they could have done it extraordinarily cheaply. Yeah, so. there's only so there's two game modes. There's a story mode and there's like a kind of a free play mode thing. Um, and when I saw the free play mode, the only characters you had available were like two 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 Eves, two Aoi's, Eve, which are the same four Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which were the yeah. same except for the outfits, basically. Um, uh, Helene, who is like the girl they fight in the first episode after like uh, who's like the 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 one guy's niece or something. You Wasn't her, her name immediately. Chris Christina or something? No, no. Was, okay, sorry. Oh. She's the second. Oh yeah, okay. Christina's the first person. Yeah, is she in there too? I think I think she's the only other character, maybe. And like, so I'm like, okay. I, I know you You're can pro- play as like the golf girl who hangs out with Rose. Wasn't she in there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what about fair? So here's the thing. I, I so I assumed, and this is on me, I guess. I assumed that if I played the story mode, I would unlock the other characters. That's and, a not um, unreasonable assumption, I would think. You, you don't get a pair after you defeat the pair. You never see the pair. What? What? In this game? Huh? You never make it that far. <laughs> But she's the equivalent <laughs> of like the level one boss in that show. In the story mode, you get to the equivalent of about like I don't know what the exact episode is. Right before you, basically, right before you meet the pair. So you've got that's episode uh, like four. So it ends yeah. with Tears of a Pac Man. No, wait, Tears of a Pac Man is when she plays the pair. Uh, right, Tears yeah. of Pac Man is right after the pair, right? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it has yeah. To, yeah. So it. It, yeah, the it first, ends like two episodes. But that's yeah, it's nothing. basically that's like just Eve, Eve and Aoi meet. That's it. Like yeah, 
so you play you play the match the like the tutorial matches the the first episode with Christina wearing the mask right and uh-huh. then and then you play against uh Helene and then you play Aoi twice like when they first meet and they have like their one whole match or whatever yeah yeah and then and then the final thing is against Aoi uh when they play the the U15 tournament because, because if you recall, they play. If you recall, they play the U15 tournament. Then, and then they were supposed to have their match the next morning, but Eve gets pulled away to fight the pair. Yeah. So, they get to the U15 tournament, and then when you finish the U15 tournament, it's just you get a to be continued screen, but nothing. What? As far as I can tell, there's no other content unlocks or anything unless there's something i didn't do the research maybe i'm missing something or unless you get a birdie doesn't unlock (laughs) yeah maybe there's some way to unlock more content someone please tell me if i miss something you have to get get the same scores in the anime but (laughs) um yeah that's that was it if you tried if you tried to to contra code (laughs) yeah right put in yeah and and what's funny is like i would hope they would have at least like one full golf course (laughs) <laughs> which is 18 <laughs> holes right are you saying you do not even get 18 holes you do not get 18 holes you how get many like, holes do you get you get like five <laughs> wow and you replay those five holes through six story six levels of the story and and then you get a uh to be continued at the end so yeah. unless i'm missing something that's supposed to unlock either they quit and just decided yep that's <laughs> That's all we're going to do, or there's going to be... It is, you know, it is uh, Namco Bandai. Maybe they're going to have DLC later. I doubt that. I think they just... This is as much game as we could make in the time that we had. Here you go. And that time was 48 hours. (laughs) We had had a month to make this game. Here you go. So, uh, the only positive I'll give it, aside from the, like, the golf itself is fine. It's solid. Like, it works. It's fun. Um... The I, the 3D character animations are surprisingly good. Did they steal any sure. of them from the anime? Like, uh, not really. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they stole them from another golf game, probably. Sure. But they they do look pretty good. And like in between holes, like if you like get a birdie or a bogey or something, each character has like a custom silly little animation that they do that that's kind of neat. And it, and you know, I was like, all right, that's that's fine. But that's like one little dot of positivity and. Like you don't even you don't even they don't even animate the bullets. <laughs> do you so do you get like a, a still frame cut in or something. So that like they they could have you could have just stolen the stock footage from the anime of the right. of Eve hitting the blue bullet, right? And you don't even like get that. You, you, yeah, as far as you told me, you can't even use the bullets. Like yeah, and you don't even like pick when you use the bullet. Just has a generic like increased accuracy. You don't have power. special. Yeah. No, there's no like, there's no like button like you push this to use the blue. You should have bullet. a yeah. little revolver menu. chamber yeah. menu like Persona <laughs> yeah. Three or whatever, yeah. and each one should have you a different shot for your golf. From if what you I could tell, me, from what I yeah. could tell, I think it depends on what club you're using. So like, I saw the blue and the red bullet depending on the club I was using, and I think there's a chance that it pops up if when you hit like a perfect shot, like when you, you know, you know how you, golf games always have the meters and you have to hit like the meter in the right yeah, spot. Yep, yep. 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 So when, if you hit a perfect shot, sometimes you'd get the, the persona all out attack cut in with the eyes flashing on the screen. And you say, yeah, you know, waiting for blue bullet, uh-huh. um, you know, 
uh, and the other characters have their own whatever phrases that they say that were badly translated. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, do I feel like I wasted my money? Yeah, yes, but do I regret <laughs> it? <laughs> Probably not. It was a no, fun, it's fun couple hours. I mean, sure. you got a few minutes of podcast content out of it. What more? Can we, you yeah, ask we got for? we got like ten minutes yeah. of podcast content out of it. So there you go, folks. That's my 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 kind of informal verbal review of birdie wing the game there you go i will on the life you in golf <laughs> we didn't even get to that part where she says uh i'll kill you in golf yeah yeah because yeah, it's like the end of season one yeah yeah that, so that would be in like birdie wing the game five as if they continue with the space yeah, yeah. part five yeah all right as far as the anime goes dlc episode five yeah <laughs> As far as the anime goes, um, uh-huh. yeah, you know, I'm not. There were some missed opportunities. You yeah, <laughs> really? You think? I know. I know, Aqua. You're probably ready to get onto a I told you soul rant, but I'm not. I'm not going that far yet. Um, I I'm still enjoying the. Shakespearean tragedy melodrama that they've set up. I, I, I mean, do think. Let me, let me the, do uh, something. So do I, but that counts as my like two to three like good moments in an episode that is otherwise boring as golf. Like, yeah, we get the, what were you we, gonna say? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, like, I, I think the melodrama is absolutely the thing going for it at the moment. I, I think the thing which got me in the in the last episode was the, the final scene where uh, Aoi's mum goes, like. What is it? Golf is killing the my life. Yeah, killing everything I love, or whatever. Everything I love is being killed. Golf is killing them all. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like okay. That was like a laugh out loud, like yes, terrific moment. It it needs a little more of that. Really, I miss I miss the dumb special moves. uh, Is what I'll say. Yeah. So I think because we've we've sort of read this thing where they were like, oh, if you're golfing the underground, that's when you need tricks and gimmicks but if you're a real golfer you just are really good at golf and i'm like no what if they had tricks and gimmicks still though wouldn't that be fun yeah and uh, you know aqua i think you did call the new lady is boring yep um she has a few moments like the, the bit where she's sitting um like surrounded by her advisors each of whom advises her on a very specific aspect of like the weather yeah, the, or, right yes, the absurdity like, of her support tell. team is is good but like her but whole it's also like a cliche in sports shows like you know the guys who just do it all by 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 calculating and analyzing and who are like uh, i but don't like her... have to play the game the computer so, like... has already predicted that i have a 99.9 percent chance of winning right. but the thing except is like she her... is also like <laughs> her except her own personality is like i'm just gonna golf well, yeah. like I always yeah. do, right? Like her, 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 her quote unquote yeah. power is being boring, right? Like yeah. she's, she's just like slow and steady Super or whatever. Analytical, or... What, what, which, which is fine, I guess. But like, I think I was more disappointed when they reveal that her her name is the Lunar Empress, and yes. she's like, right. and she's like, no, I will win, and and I know it's going to happen, yeah. and you think she's going to like. When they say, and it's like because I'm the Lunar Empress, and you think like, oh, is she gonna like get into something where like, 
you know, I've judged by like, you know, the rotation of the moon and the 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 how high the tides are oh, today. Yeah, yeah, the ball is gonna go them. like, you know, whatever. But it's like, no, she just noticed that oh, it looks a little sick. It's literally <laughs> like keeling over after it is keeling gone. over. Yeah. So that the, and, the, and it's like, yeah, well, everybody could have seen that lady. I mean, that that was that seemed like the biggest missed opportunity for me, especially for someone who's ostensibly the final boss here, right? Like. I, I, so. do I mean, think that's the so. thing, right? She isn't. Like, the focus is on Aoi and Eve, and she's just kind of there as the third wheel. Yeah, yeah she's kind I of guess. a spoiler. I, I that's do the problem, think... like, because her presence... Sorry, sorry, but her presence sort of ruins what is supposed to be the big epic showdown. Because this does not feel like a big epic showdown between Aoi and Eve. Like, they barely interact in this. I episode. mean, she's supposed to be, like, the last obstacle before they can have... Right, the, the, point, the point is that they're not having the showdown yet, because because they they had to get the to the Lunar final Empress round. the getting in the way. Game. Yeah. So... I mean, she's mostly just getting her ass kicked like every other enemy in this show. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that um, I think that across the course of the past couple of episodes, the um, I've very much enjoyed the uh, Aoi arc of uh, you have the terrible golf disease now, but you must train your mind and body for one last golf round uh-huh. of golf. Like yes, you know, um, just the the everything surrounding that is so ridiculous that it it's uh, produced some very very funny scenes there. Yes. Um, also, before we forget, uh, they they called a golf tournament the Build Strike Open, and therefore this is the greatest <laughs> show ever made. Uh, <laughs> play the Build Fighters theme. Yeah. Also, that one time when they made a giant statue of Aoi out of wax and it melted. God. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. So the, the wings of the wings of Icarus. The, uh, and Eve getting very excited about excited about Aoi's 48-incher. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, hunk shining of for, iron. Her new uh, shining 48 ability. Um, the, the other disappointment I had, and look, I know it wasn't going to happen, all right? Let me just say that first. But when Aoi starts collapsing and Eve is dramatically running over to her, I'm like, is she, she going to Prince Charming kiss her back to life? <laughs> There's still time. There's I mean, that time. could. I mean, it's, I, it's anime. They're never going it's, to. It's, it's not going to happen, I know, but, but for yeah. like one second. But for like one second in that scene, I was like, She's gonna Prince Charming her. Is this, this, this gonna happen? Are we doing this? And instead, she just violently shakes her. But you know, the perfect thing to do for somebody <laughs> with somebody like, who's I mean, this is this is still Eve we're talking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> that. That was that was. I mean, sure, from Eve's point of view, that is the greatest expression of love she could have shown to Aoi. But uh, yeah, I was the, the just for a second in my mind. I was like, are they gonna do it? Is it gonna happen? And no, of course it's no. not gonna happen. But Anyway, um, I think, yeah, we're, 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 I'll admit we're floundering a bit toward the end here, but I'm still enjoying it. If we can just make it through the last episode. <laughs> I, I, I do have... hope they can pull, pull out a little something for the last yeah, episode. Yeah, if we can make it through the last episode, I'll still have a very positive impression of Birdie Wing. It's just, we're, we're, let's, let's, let's wrap it up while we can here <laughs> at this point. So we will see how I'm assuming there's one episode left because we're already on like episode 25 so. or something. I can right? see there maybe being two. We'll see. Do you think they'll go 26? I'm 25 or 26. I don't know. Well, we'll we're, we're already going to 25, I think, right? 
we're the the this weekend's episode was episode 24 so yeah yeah maybe right so we'll see okay well i have been kind of dreading talking about this since i watched it this morning but Mm -hmm. we have to talk about heavenly delusion or tengoku daimakyo as it's officially listed in on hulu As we are want to say, some choices were made. Yes. You know, I wasn't here for the last podcast, but I also said that Kai Karashi episode really good. Yeah. Yes. It was right. That was very good. And I think everything leading up to the end of the second <laughs> episode here was pretty good. Yeah. Um I kinda I, I don't even know if I really wanna explain exactly what happened, but I mean, they 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 drive around in what in episode 11 they episode 11 was mostly a uh, like nursery episode right uh you get a lot of plot about drops about what's really going on in there uh because a new batch of children have arrived yep Tokyo interact, that, uh, baby yes uh etc etc Day. I mean, yeah. do we just want to rip off the band-aid and leap, leap <laughs> to the thing that we're gonna spend most of our time talking about here? I mean, yeah. So uh, I, they, the... they, they, Kiruko, Kiruko, and Maru have caught up to to Robin, who is yes. who the is person that Kiriko has been looking for. Yes, this who whole is time. now it part of an organization called the Ministry of Reconstruction, uh, who have sort of built a town around a filtration plant. Which provides them with potable water and electricity. Yeah. Right. Uh, they, they appear to be putting together a society, a decent facsimile of society. Yeah. Yes, they have a currency, a uh, new currency, not the old currency. But uh, Kiru- yep. Kiruko uh, goes to meet Robin alone, and Robin turns out to be a creepy raper guy. Yeah. 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 And he assaults Kiriko, and that's where we end the episode. Yep. Um so Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I almost always say when these type of scenes uh-huh. come up is if you're going to have a scene depicting sexual assault, you better have a damn good reason for it. <laughs> and I don't feel like that was the case here at all. In fact, I, I agree. I don't, um, unless there was some kind of cue that I missed or something, like mm-hmm. this seems like they're just reversing Robin's character for shock value or something and making I mean, it into... He was always a, like, sort of, he, like, stomped on those guys in the flashback, yeah. told, told told Haruki to, like, not hold back and get guys I, before they get you. But, like, a, it is so out of nowhere, right? Like, the other, there's, there's, the other there's a long distance say, between that mm-hmm. and, like, yes. a rapist. Uh, like, the, the other thing I would say is rapist. that, like, this is a show which has, like, cloning and brain transplants. There's no guarantee that the person who looks like Robin actually is Robin. I don't say that with any... That makes... That might make it worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, absolutely it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Like, but I, I, you know, I'm not saying that as, like an excuse for anything i'm just saying that you know if you're looking for an explanation that might be one but, i'm um, i'm i'm told that when i watched i watched this episode yesterday with g and he told me that uh in the manga it's way worse that the anime did a lot to uh soften it 
relatively. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, they don't really show much like on screen or anything, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I, I think when Iro told me that, I think if you look at that scene, there is a very clear attempt to depict it as first and foremost a an abuse of like power rather than quote unquote just sexuality. Um, I don't think that makes it better. I think that might make it worse. When when they get when they get into the like the whole like oh look what I'm doing to the woman you love or whatever stuff like come on like what is what is this what is this accomplishing like Like, this is yeah uh, yeah, I mean like the the thing is like we need to make the villain threatening and evil and so like making him a creepy raper guy is just so tired and played out it's got to be the trusted trusted adult guy one of my issues is that this show so far i think has not usually gone for the like the uh easy cliches of what it is like you have your you do have your like post-apocalyptic bandits or like you know weird compounds and post-apocalypse but it's never been in quite so like blatant cliche of of a way and then you get to this episode where it's like, we finally reached our goal of finding the person I was looking for. But oh no, the person I was looking for is bad person. Yeah. Right? And it's like, it's, it feels so... I was just like, oh, it's just that. And yeah. like, even, There's nothing here that's interesting to, to me. Even if you want to like demonstrate that he is now a bad person, there are many, many ways you could do it without you know, subjecting your character ways. to this. Like, like, yeah, it, yeah, it just doesn't seem like the the little bit of buildup that we've had to his character. And I'm not saying that I would buy that he's just, you know, the perfect guy that, you know, she remembers him as. But also, like, there's a big leap from even like the, the, the slight hint we had of maybe he's not as that great a guy to, you know, where we get to. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. And it doesn't really serve any narrative purpose or anything. I don't feel mm-hmm. like, but right. I, I think. Go ahead, Iro. Before yeah. I get into and my, I, I guess speech. like I'm worried about when this happens. Like I look at because this was the penultimate episode. Next episode will be the last episode of this season, and so I like I look at that the look at knowing it's last episode, and I feel like I see the trajectory in my head of what's going to happen, which is like. Maru comes in to save Kiruko, oh definitely and then yeah you know they have robin at their mercy and Maru's about to stomp on robin's head or something and kiriko says no 100 don't, that's don't going to kill happen. him there's don't, no way if it's you not kill him you'll be way, as yeah. bad as him and Maru will be like get out of here well, and I robin will escape him. and then this we'll move totally on and happen. i don't know we'll get a scene at the nursery or something and it'll just gonna be the same old shit you see an anime all the time and I like, I, I see that unfold in my head at the end of like, while the credits are rolling on this episode and I'm just like, so, oh, come on. Yeah. That's it's, I, I, I agree. I totally think that's going to happen, but yeah, I, I want to come back to my original feelings on the show. And mm. I think I'll, I'll mention I've really liked the show, but I don't know if I've been as high on as high as it high on it as yeah some people. Um, and if you remember when I first started watching, my thing was like, 
yeah the character it's got good characters good world building but like what is the point like i don't yeah to what, know what the point like, of all of it what are we what are we doing here like what's the message mm-hmm. or what is the, the end goal or what's the purpose and i feel like this right. is like the absolute worst manifestation of that like yeah maybe it, this show is just a, like it's probably gonna be something like and we can struggle to survive and thrive even in the worst of circumstances that's like a, that's so that's but so trite i, I think i think, I think what, the, I th- the inclusion of a scene like this is definitely like a canary in the coal mine moment right like i think that i think that it is a it is a worrying sign that you feel like you need to for better or worse, quote unquote, enhance your human drama by chucking in something like this. I, I think it leaves me, it leaves me feeling like the show is not as smart as it feels like it should be. Mm. <laughs> if that makes sense, it's kind like, of been tiptoeing along a line, and it's bit. kind of always been like that. But this was like across a line that was like I've you know a, a completely different level of it, but. You know, even any time, like any time, the show even tried to touch on like some sort of meaningful theme or something, they kind of broadly gesture at it and don't really explore anything, right? Like it's just like, mm. so like, is this really just like a series of events simply to build the characters and the world building, and like, there's no, I don't know, meaning right. to any of it. There's no connective theme or anything. I don't know, right. and, mm-hmm. and, and you don't necessarily. Yeah, like, and not every anime has to have that, but I do feel like the best anime have that. And this show has the level of quality that it should be, it could be in the conversation with best anime conversations. And it's maybe I'm yeah. getting fooled by the prestigious high qual, high production values or something. <laughs> I don't know. Can I offer a rebuttal? But or yeah. a partial rebuttal, you know, which okay. is, I think I am one of the people who has been very high on the show up to this point. And I think that it's very difficult, right? Because this is, as we've referred to before, this is a puzzle box show, right? Like half of the narrative is driven by mystery. And until we know what the resolution of that mystery is, it's difficult to say, you know, whether it will be successful or not successful. What I will say is that I think the show has justified its existence thus far by doing good character work and, you know, good vignettes of the characters and the world. And to me, that's not pointless or, you know, just something which is padding for time while the main plot um, goes sure. on. You know, I, I think that there is that there has been genuine skill and craft put into the building of the characters and the, um, and the, the setting and, the setting, yeah, yeah. you know, absolutely and that kind of thing. Yes. And I think, you know, the worrying thing about this instance is that it's not that it doesn't serve a narrative purpose. The narrative purpose is clearly to show that Kiruko slash uh, Haruki has been like betrayed in the most serious way by the person that they thought they could trust the most. You know, it's just that the writing has, you know. <laughs> It is very clearly written by somebody who does not understand the context of including such a scene in kind of like the greater um, mm-hmm. way in which we consume media and that, you know, the environment in which we find ourselves in in the real world, you know. And, and yeah. I think, you know, that's worrying because clearly the show is touching on a lot of topics which 
require a delicate hand. You know, there's been a lot of stuff about, you know, there's human experimentation, there's teen sexuality, there's kind of like the idea of kind of like ordered society versus anarchy or chaos, you know, and I think that the show has been good. A lot of gender. Yes, I mean, uh, I mean, the gender (laughs) aspect makes this scene especially uncomfortable. You know, I I think that it's... (sighs) It's transgressive in a way that feels actively hostile. And I'm sure that there are people out there who will argue that's the point. And, you know, maybe you've got a stronger stomach than me, but I I, I think that there were ways to communicate this level of betrayal without going to, you know, the most tired, offensive, boring cliches about, you know... Right, right creepy old dudes and pretty young girls and and it's just so steeped in lazy misogynistic storytelling you know and 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 that's you know i want the show to prove to me that it's better than this the problem is the only like an event of this magnitude should be something that you that has long-term repercussions for the character, but we only have one episode left. That's right. not enough time to deal with something like G- this. G in- was G was telling me he wished the show ended two episodes ago, or will end two episodes later, and it won't. Right, right, yeah, like- and 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 that's difficult, you know. And so I think it's just my hope is it is an aberration, you know, that the author decided that he needed to do something to like shock and and disgust and you know made a very short-sighted decision which hopefully the story will mm. bounce back from but i think it it's it's hard to defend under you know under any circumstances which is a shame because i think the rest of the episode is actually quite the good. i think the nursery stuff has been pretty good yes yeah that's actually the uh, you know in our on the other side of it that stuff has kind of been heating up with Yes, things going down. I, I, that's been pretty. That's been pretty interesting. In episode eleven, when there's a shot of Bibi Hibai turns around, and I go, "Oh God, those were her ears." Yes, that was a really good. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Wait, did I miss that from before?" I was like, <laughs> "No, they just never." It's just like we're gonna casually. Uh, there's the there's drop still that. tons of like great mm-hmm. little details, you know, like when they summon all the children to the pool for a meeting and say, "Don't." Don't wear your swimsuits because it's not a swimming lesson. And then, like, dribs and drabs of them still show up wearing swimsuits. Children and idiots who didn't listen properly. You know, little details like that that bring humanity into the characters in that way. Mm -hmm. And, Um, uh, yeah, yeah. more hints that uh, they grow up to be Usami and uh, the other girl. They meet the the younger... uh, the, the AI refers to them all as Hiruko, collectively. The young girl with the sunglasses has, like, illusion eyes. Yeah, that, that scene where Mimihime gets uh, fucked up by mm. random wall it's tentacles awful. is uh, yeah. really something. Yeah, um, so, They go through it. You know, the Hiruko in the basement of that building also casts illusions. Uh, Mimihime talks about she has some kind of future cognition and so her great fear, though she does not yet know it, is these sort of surgical tools. Being, yeah, and makes that whole 
Bran. Yeah. More tragic, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, like, it's heavily implied that uh, we see Tokyo has not one but two babies, and it's very heavily implied that the second one is a clone. It's unclear to me if they're twins or if one is a clone or what like, is going on. It, right. says, it says, like, baby underscore is, yeah. C on that yeah, second. One is Tokyo Jr. and one is, like, yeah, baby C. So it is, like, Maru one of those babies, you know, and he's, he's, he's searching yeah. for somebody with the same face as him, you know. They're, they're doing a good job of keeping, like, all of that stuff bubbling but, yeah. under. The, one, the guy yeah. drew a circle. Uh, on the one and Maru is circle right right and and also um you know everybody's having weird dreams uh several of the characters have admitted that they see weird flying figures in their uh, dreams. see that, that that was another good human detail when you have the dream where you can't find your pants yes yes that was great that was yes. very funny you have to go to school and you don't you know you can't find your pants that's that's classic uh-huh. oh, there's a test i can't find my pants yeah. Um, yeah. And again, you know, it's it's why it's so disappointing because right. one crass creative decision has overshadowed all of the good work they have done right. and continued to do, you know. Yeah. And yeah. And I I think, you know, to me my attitude towards the show and, you know, any future the show has because clearly they're not finishing the story obviously, but I I think a lot will be dictated in how they choose to follow up what they have done, you know, yeah. because there are there mm-hmm. are ways to I I, I, th- I unfortunately I think I'm with Iroh where they're gonna go with the, the easy revenge fantasy and then the the you know don't kill them. I I would be so, so disappointed if they do that. Like I just don't I, see I, any I, other thing about they do at this point. Yeah, I, I, I hope that the show is better than that, but my confidence has been shaken. You know, there's no two ways about it after yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you can't. And I'm just, you know, it, it's just so disappointing that, like, and this isn't even anime, this is media, right, in general, that we still have to rely, you know, endure these tired, cliched, misogynistic portrayals of, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I talked to a romance writer once, and they they told me if you want to include an assault scene, it's a, the equivalent of it's a narrative equivalent of dropping a nuclear bomb, and so you right. need to have a very very good reason to do it. Right. I don't think that there was a very good reason to do yeah. this. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, let's just move on. Yeah, let's move no, on. No it's trans- still so- I have no transition. Yeah. We're recording. Have- we're it's we're still recording on Soleta Sunday. I hope yeah. those yes. two. I hope those two crazy girls can make it to this best of world. Let, let's 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 talk about Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. I have gone full. Shut off your brain and just follow your heart on this, which is all I, I think need you to do. Right? Which is which 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 is fine. I have no problem with this because I'm very much still enjoying it. All I need to know is Prospera has a big ass space station now. Yep, and it's an almost space ziggurat. Yeah, it's it's the thousand drones. It's the most dangerous kind of spaceship, the ominous space tetrahedron. Yes, Um, it's it's the Death Star. It's (laughs) yeah, exactly. Yes. Which, which I, I'm glad. I'm glad this is the manifestation of uh, Quiet Zero, and not like just you know. Tang, mm-hmm. orange tang, but uh, right. 
yeah, so she, she makes her move. There's still time. Yeah, okay, we can still get there, but um, the, you know, Prospera makes her move, and I don't know who she's fighting at this point. It doesn't matter. She's the bad guy, and right. she's fighting. She just wants the... to take over the entire Earth sphere with, like, by hijacking all permit. And then, like, they established, like, two episodes ago, everything runs on permit. Yeah, that, By that... the way, let's wrap this backpack to Choo Choo's Demi Trainer that makes it not run on permit. How does that work? Yes. I don't know, but it does. I don't know, man. So Doesn't that Choo Choo can be there. I, I really yes. feel like they could have put in one line of dialogue about how permit runs everything in, like, the second episode. Yeah. It would have been fine, but... Yeah. Yeah, that would have made yes. it a lot more like ominous when you realize Ariel can control anything with permit, right? But instead right. of just dropping that at the moment, but that's fine. I'll live with that. The uh, uh, yeah, yeah, stuff like that's like really feeling the episode number squeeze. It's like oh, you had you had twenty episodes of stuff in the second. Yeah, half. you could you could have fit that in somewhere as tight as yeah. things were. You could have fit the, that. The in thing somewhere. is though, like but, the the show feels at the same time like rushed and also curiously laissez faire. Like it feels like a lot of this episode is is kind of sort of meand like I say this episode the latest episode feels like we're sort of meandering a little you know and I I think they mostly use it for some good character stuff but I wouldn't exactly describe the pacing as taut at the moment right um, well I, I, I mean I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say the pacing is taut but I, but I feel like what it is is like I feel like I'm being shotgunned with bits that. I'm like, oh, this should this probably needed a little more time to cook, right? If that makes sense, yeah. Like, it's like I mean, everything get... takes slightly too long because they need to explain this thing in this scene, and, right? And they didn't well, have we time. Got... We, I think we got what we needed, which yeah. was Prospero bad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Suleta gets has, to talk has... to Miorine. Yep. That has uh, a goofy little sword duel with Guel. Yes, uh, yes. Right. In a reference to the original ending of the original Gundam, where Shar and Amuro duel with swords. Yes. Uh, uh, Suleta yeah. does the last shooting pose. Yep. Guel Guel can officially join the uh, good guys team. stable stable of himbos this season. Um, but the I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say he threw that jewel. Like I, yes. I, I think it is much more narratively satisfying to believe he threw it. Well, his little comment afterward, he's like, "I'm such an idiot" or whatever, kind of implied. Yeah. I thought that he yeah. he yeah. let her win. But um, yeah, it's you know, they, I, I'm glad we didn't wait until the end of the show for Suleta and Mirina to talk again. Yes, you know, they were I, reunited mm-hmm. just in time I will for say, Pride Month. She gets I will her say white as well, suit back. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think I think it's to be commended that like there is no kind of like magic moment where Suleta switched from being in despair to like suddenly being proactive. Uh, I, don't, um, I might disagree with that. I think, I, no, was, I, I, I think, I think it was a couple episodes ago. I, I, mean, I it, think I think I'm with you, Zig. Though it wasn't like a um, an instant. It wasn't like an un- It wasn't like an unbelievable. Turn, yeah, right. Sure. Like, I mean, I, I think if you're going to pick a moment, it's probably the bit where she sees Guel's uh, flunky crushed under the stone, right? But I think they've done a pretty good job of like having her turn be gradual and believable. You know that she's like the, kind of. I could see. I could see how that would have happened over the course of you know the couple of days that they were 
stranded at the school and she was helping everybody right like I, guess so. that, that, I feel like that made sense enough to me i wasn't i didn't really have an issue with that sure. but um and, and i think the 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 place she arrives to makes sense right like after what she went through um mm-hmm. yeah so you know i think that was good I, you know i like the very like i was just gonna say i did like the heart to heart that they did have yeah uh and you can um, see like a messy hasn't been sleeping Murine. yes <laughs> and, and you know again i you know i like with Murine, she has not been like the perfect child genius right like she's mm-hmm. she's, she's going through it she's in over her head um i, and... I enjoy that she still has a somewhat antagonistic relationship with her father even though there is a bit more affection there now mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot to like there and it gets you it gets you hyped for Suleta getting in the robot <laughs> yeah, Gundam Calabarn, which yes, has the, which is has a literal witch's broom gun. <laughs> it's very good. Um, I don't know how common it is for in Gundam to ask pull a new Gundam at the end, but sure, um, it's a pretty cool. It's Gundam, usually a mid season upgrade, right? Yeah, it is a little convenient that they were like, "Oh, hey, we had this Gundam in a, in box, a box somewhere." Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely pulled out of their ass. Because uh, I mean, we didn't hear, or see, or hear anything about it until last. No, episode, it's just you right? have to so, like know what the know about the tempest or whatever, uh, right? It's like where like Prospero, one, where right, Prospero one has two servants, Ariel and Caliban, right? So yeah, yes. And I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that the uh, Tempest illusions here are extremely shaky. surface level. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we get our, you know, big moment with Suleta, you know, unprotected by, you know, Ariel's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever from the, from the data storm, she's got to go yes. through the pain like any other gun pilot. She, yes. And, and especially now that she's, she, a, she just endure the pain like every other gun pilot. B, she's flying into Ares' zone of influence, and there's no outside protection. Ares has, like, Cal- Calabarn's journey enough permit or whatever, or whatever that Suleta is not just going to be instantly hijacked, but Ares can just like plug into her brain at any point. Yes, sort of the, we, the implication, as we see at the end when she just starts talking to her, right? Like. Yeah. Yes. Also, Eri has a billion drones because we needed to make this into an army somehow. Yep. So you can't. Know. I mean, big fight against an army mooks at the end, I guess. Right. O- like also, the plot line with Lauda is still going. Yes. For some reason, Lauda has gotten to Gundam Schwarzet and is attacking. They, they had well. to, they had to get Schwarzet out there somewhere, right? <laughs> yes. That thing just feels like that plot just feels so peripheral to That oh, yeah. re- that really does feel like we need to sell another gunpla kit. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I think I wrote it was you who said as well they need something for Guell to do in like right. the finale, right? Like so Plus you're about to know who who's who's gonna who will who will die. I think everyone will live. Yeah, I, I agree that I think everyone... Except maybe Prospera. Well, how deep... I mean, I mean on the good, the good guy's side. I right. don't think anybody will die on the good guy's side. I would be... I I think... It would be very dramatic for them, for Guel to have to kill Lauda. But I I do not think that will happen. I think everyone will I, live. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would see... 
I mean, I wouldn't rule it out, but I would see that as like Guel's like personal emotional redemption would be fighting his brother and not killing him. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I think knows. you can make an argument either way, depending on how cynical you want to be about the whole I, yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't really have. I don't really care that much about that particular conflict. Like right. Guel's cool. I'm. I'm cool. But Bob, like Bob's redemption Bob, arc. Yeah, Bob's fine, but he's already gone through his redemption arc at this point. Yeah, I think so. he's been kind of boring the last few episodes, honestly. Because he's because yeah. he's already seen enough dead kids, like right, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, you know, you know it, it's just um, yeah. I I kind of feel that they're coasting to the finish a yeah. little, which which you know it's still a lot of fun, but um, I don't necessarily feel like they have cranked the uh, the hype all the way to maximum for the finish. You know. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely feels like the pieces are falling into place the way we thought right. the pieces before. I don't think to we... get. Go ahead. Do we know for sure the episode count? I assume twenty four. Okay. Right. I mean, that's a reasonable assumption. If you ask me. But from us... Mercury. Yeah. Episodes. I'm just curious if we have two or three more episodes, or how many we have left. But because um, the latest I... one was twenty two, right? So we should have at least two. Yeah. yeah, I would not be surprised if there is a postscript episode as well. You know, like a an entire episode for wrap up. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we're pretty much we pretty much end this episode with uh, Sulet is going to have to. It's fight going Ariel, to be. Right? Yeah. Wait. Oh, eh. I'm seeing conflicting reports on twenty four or twenty five, but okay. I'm seeing more that say twenty four. Sure. Sure. But definitely not twenty six. Definitely not twenty six. Well, we know there's at least two episodes left, which is some yes. time. So, um, yeah, and we leave off like I was saying. I see. Looks like she's gonna have to fight Ariel. Yep. Um, I'm. I think yeah. I think it'll bending will be like fine. I'm not seeing anything here that's gonna like. Some, I don't see anything on the horizon that'll blow me away. Like maybe there will be something, but I don't think we're gonna get any. I don't surprises. think there'll yeah. I don't think there'll be any Sekihal love love Tenkyoken uh, <laughs> and the end of G Gundam type like melodrama as much as it'd be nice. I mean, I, I think, you know, we've been saying for several podcasts now that G Witch is a much more character oriented show than plot oriented. And mm. for the most part, I think that's been the right decision. But you do feel you do kind of feel that at the end here when when the plot is meant to be at its most important, right? And and it kind of feels like as I said, they're coasting a little. I would love to be proven wrong. Again, you know, I would love for them to pull out something dramatic and and you know, really heavy at the last minute, but I, I, I don't necessarily think that that we're going to be super surprised by how it goes. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoyed yes. it so far. Uh, yeah. And next is next episode. Soleta going to look at the camera and say, "What if I said to kill all Japanese?" Uh, <laughs> and no, it's not. We're not going to go that far. I feel pretty good about no. that. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Bring up, what, yeah, Balvary. One thing I would be interested to see is if they have a like face-to-face mm-hmm. confrontation between Suleta and Prospera. Like, will they? Yeah, I, I would like them too. I, I, I think that is like the core of the conflict here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's not unheard of, you know. Real robot finales, Gundam finales take place entirely like cockpit to cockpit. 
you know. So we'll have to see. But uh, but I hope because I think that is the most you know emotionally resonant showdown that there is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. and who knows how that'll go? Because I don't think Prospera seems to. I mean, she has had some level of care for Suleta, but she doesn't look, sure. really look at her as, as like her real daughter or whatever. But mm-hmm. she's going to be like, upset when she has to kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, will those two crazy kids? Yeah, be just, able to just make let it those kids be happy. World? Yeah, let we'll them, let them, out. let them get their dresses and their rings and get married and uh-huh. live happily ever after. All right. I think uh, that's going to do it for this episode, yeah. then. There's Vinland Saga's good, but like it's only got one episode left, so we can just save it for the uh, wrap-up. Yeah, f- for the sake of uh, time, we were kind of had yes. to pick what are we going to talk about this time. Yeah. and then, it- But we'll have a chance next episode to kind of go over... It's good. Spoiler. Seasons, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I've been saying... If next season sucks, maybe I'll get around to watching that. Yeah, Vinland Saga out. catch up. We give to watch 48 episodes of Vinland Saga. It's, it's sure looking like, well, sure looking like I mean, next season good. I can double up. Uh, so we'll see. But all right. All right. Let's go uh, do a, get to our housekeeping. You can check us out at the Glorial blog. Follow us on Twitter at Glorial blog or co-host at Glorio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher, and on YouTube, where you can like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell, all those good things. You know, tell tell us what shows you're looking forward to next season, if there are any. Maybe we've missed something. Uh, but uh, well, hey, if something tell- turns out to be way better than anybody thought, yeah, let us know just, so we can check just it out. Just don't. If, if you're going to tell me that it is, uh, you know, my unique skill makes me OP even at level one, you better have a good, good uh, argument for it. Is all I'm saying. And uh, yeah, tell your friends, tell your enemies, and uh, we'll catch everybody next time.